0: you go uh so uh congressman lee zelda former congressman uh with the formation launching a, a pack uh designed to kind of aid uh, some of the GOP candidates in appealing really to first-time republican uh voters uh like uh, those who turned out for uh lee Zeldin during his closer than expected gubernatorial bid nice enough to give us a couple of minutes here on a friday morning and it's great to have you you know when i read this i said you know what this is a great idea i mean why not getting into those areas and everything else and you have firsthand knowledge of this i mean if ever an individual was to formulate something of this nature it's you sir
1: welcome uh, good morning jay it's gr- great to be with you and it is important for the republican party to find ways to uh, to grow to expand its tent i found during our race last year that in many of the democrat geographic areas groups individuals who i was interacting with in many respects in many times they'd be waiting with open arms now republicans can make a really bad assumption and think that democrats who are being harmed by democratic policies are just going to Swing over, They're going to just come around, and it doesn't work like that. Republicans have to show up over and over and over again. We can't be pandering. You don't show up inside of a, a black community, an Asian community, Hispanic community, and say, I love black people. Vote for me. I love Asian people. Vote for me. I love Hispanic people. Vote for me. It doesn't work. It shouldn't work. It is just pandering. What you need to do is to show up into these areas that haven't seen Republicans in a long time. And say we need to make these streets where you live safer. Here's how. Uh, We need to improve the quality of education inside of your kids' schools. Here's how. And uh, we just we need to expand uh, not just inside of New York but all across the entire country. And lastly, I would just add that when you hear of talk of a red wave, a red tsunami. That never happens as a product of someone jumping on a board and trying to ride in a wave. That doesn't work. You can't take absolutely anything for granted. The the wave, the movement, the momentum is going to happen based off of not you communicating what you're against. Joe Biden, bad, Democratic Party bad. I mean, I guess that could be part of what you're outlining and defining contrast. But what actually creates the wave is what you stand for articulating your vision, your ideas, uh, letting people know what they're what they're investing in, what they're going to get if they vote for you, if they vote for Republicans. What uh, to do all across the uh, entire country. We want to do our part, and uh, this is one way for us to help.
0: Yeah, no question. It's called Leadership America Needs the Pack, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but it really, you know, when you think about it, Uh, you're looking to increase the turnout, both among the voters of color and younger voters. And really, that's what it's all about. Because when you look about what you went through uh, in New York, you did a heck of a job getting into those communities, getting the word out. But, you know, there was still a bit of a cluster there that you couldn't penetrate. You know, you only lost by 300,000 votes. But uh, I think it's great because this really will accentuate. And you mentioned you may, you bring up a great point with the so-called. That's why you can't really bank on the. Oh, be careful! You got a red wave coming. You got a tsunami coming. You know, you can't really bank on something like that. Uh, it all comes down to the day itself, the voters, and I think it's a really good way of getting getting issues out there into those sections.
1: Yeah, and. When you talk about a red wave or a red tsunami coming, it might be because the circumstances would lend one to believe that the climate is right for a good Republican year. 2022 is a great example of that. Historically, when you go into a midterm, you look at which party's in the White House. The party not in the White House wins the midterm every time. 2002 was an exception, right after 9 11. But if you look at these midterms, the party not in the White House has won big in the midterms. 2022 ended up uh, being a year that was a status quo election. It shouldn't have been. Now, there was a red wave that hit New York. There was a red wave that hit Florida. I think it's important to talk about why that happened. Uh, And I I would say this, too. uh, As far as long-term Republicans being able to win statewide again in New York, The Republican candidate for governor in 2018 got just over 15 percent of the vote in New York City we worked really hard inside of the city we were able to double that we got a little over 30 percent I think that a good goal for 2026 is to be able to get at least 35 percent of the vote in New York City and not have to spend as much disproportionate time inside of the city in order to get there I spent uh, extra time inside of the city to get to 30%. The reality was, if I didn't get to 30% in New York City, I had no shot of winning. Um, but I, I think it would be better if we were able to get to 35 and, and have some more time to be able to travel to some other parts of the state. And I was traveling all over the state. I uh, just wish we had uh, a little bit more time. There, There's only so many people you can get to. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that working these races in between for the four years you know this year there'll be a lot of new york city council races the year before i ran there was the new york city mayor race and Curtis liwa was uh, was running and you just kind of have to continue to build relationships and bridges we've seen it with the asian american community uh which went heavily right in the mayor's race in 21 and then fast forward to the 2022 gubernatorial race We ended up winning the Asian-American vote. We won Chinatown in Manhattan, Washington, Queens, Sunset Park in Brooklyn. You just have to continue to build on that as well. So that's part of this, too, is not just uh, trying to pick up where you left off years later. Uh, You have to pick up where you left off uh, days later, weeks later, as you go from one election to
0: the next. I'm talking... uh with uh, former Congressman Lee Zeldin formulating this new PAC. And really, you know, Congressman, I always say it's about policy, right? You look at policies as far as Democratic-type policies. Uh, You look at the crime crisis. You look at the cost of living. Uh, You look at inflation, where it's at right now. People can't afford as far as doing basic everyday needs, right? You look at the educational system. And you look at the end this is the most telling point of all. You look at where people are heading. They're leaving California. They're leaving the state of New York. Where are they going? They're going to states like Florida. They're going to states like Texas, Tennessee, the Carolinas. I mean, if that's not an indication of where we are at in this country, I mean, I don't know what other telling tale there is.
1: I would simply sum up the reason why people are leaving to the states that you mentioned is that they believe that they're going to have a higher quality of life there if they go they believe that their money is going to go further they'll feel safer they'll live life freer and it becomes a no brainer now there there have been times where we've been challenged as New Yorkers post September eleventh two thousand and one is an example of uh, New Yorkers being challenged as much as possible. Uh, there were rough times in the late 80s, early 90s. But when we've been challenged before as New Yorkers in the past, in decades past, the spirit of New Yorkers had us staying here to fight as New Yorkers to be able to save the New York City, to be able to save the the area, the region, but what's happening now, as you think about the people who are leaving, as you just referenced, they're gone. This isn't like they're putting New York into timeout for a few hours or a few months. They are permanently uprooting their family, their jobs. Businesses are making the decision, too. They're taking their jobs. They're not, they're not talking about coming back maybe in a, you know, in a few months. They're gone permanently. So it's a little bit of a different circumstance here uh, as we get to the beginning of 2023 compared to the times we've been challenged in decades past. We need to understand why people are leaving, why New York leads the entire country in out migration in order to be able to turn it all around. Unfortunately, the people who are actually in charge up in Albany, they don't recognize that people are going. They they want to trying to dismiss it like as if it's fake news. They certainly don't understand why people are going so how are they going to be able to fix it to reverse this trend of out migration so things are going to get worse before they get better it's sad to see i want to do my part to help turn things around that's what i've been committed to uh, but unfortunately for the people who are in charge right now up in albany including the governor they just don't get it
0: they don't get it and the other thing i was thinking about after you formed this uh and we kind of discussed this the last day or so you know You look at – and sometimes the minority communities get passed by here. There are plenty of them around this country. I mean, you don't think that people in those types of areas, do they want safe streets as well? Uh, Do they want, uh, you know, to to function in an economic fashion in in a decent way? Uh, Do they – I mean, you know, when you think about it, they want the same things. You know, they would want the same thing with the schools and their kids. They want to be free of, of fentanyl and the drugs that are going around. So, you know, it's interesting to me when, you, when we talk about those states and then when you focus on some of these cities that are struggling like Los Angeles, Chicago, and Philadelphia, this is where I think a PAC, a committee that you're – that you have formed here can make incredible inroads in those communities, when you think about it, about really zeroing in on the situations at hand, though. No? Yeah, we
1: launched the, the website at Uh The website's up where people can sign up and, and get involved. You look this week at what happened in Chicago, you have an incumbent mayor who ends up getting ousted, and Chicago is a, an extremely Extremely heavily Democrat city, ousting the Democrat mayor. Why? Because people want safe streets, as you pointed out. They want to improve the quality of education in schools. You, you referenced fentanyl. People want upward economic mobility, combat homelessness, and mental health challenges. The list goes on of uh, the circumstances impacting quality of life that have the residents of Chicago wanting to go in a, in a different direction. And I would just add something else, too to this. When you think about a statewide race, and maybe you want to go even bigger, let's talk a presidential race. You have to win swing states. The Republican Party might look at cities traditionally and say, wow, we're going to get our butts whipped in Philadelphia, so we're just going to campaign everywhere else. Stupid mistake. And you're harming your chances of being able to win in philadelphia uh in in pennsylvania because of it you have to understand that the media market that people in those suburbs that you're looking to try to earn support from are getting their news their morning news their evening news from that city they might not live in the city but they care about the city they might be starting their day or ending their day uh, in between and around time spent on work school, on family, and they're getting their news from that city media market. New York City media market is two-thirds of the, the population covered of New York State, and that goes into New Jersey, it goes into Connecticut. When you look at Atlanta, you can look at Los Angeles and elsewhere, all across the entire country, there are cities where Republicans are getting smoked. But there are media markets there where people are uh, getting their news from in the suburbs far away from the city. Now, the the reporters, the media inside of the city, they're not going to spend their entire day running all over the suburbs trying to chase down a candidate and the campaign. So what we did in 2022, we showed up inside of New York City day after day after day covering topics that were absolutely newsworthy, most important, top-of-mind stories, and doing press conferences at crime scenes where the crime had taken place hours before we got there. And it ended up driving the message. And as a consequence, instead of New York sending six House Republicans to D.C., we sent 11. Uh, we did our part. Instead of there being a 218 and 217 Democrat majority in the House of Representatives, it ended up being a 212-House Republican majority instead, and the gavel, Speaker's gavel, came out of the hands of Nancy Pelosi. Uh, so this city strategy is important, not just inside of the city, but I would also say it drives the message outside of the city as well. It helps with other targeted races, and I would also say it helps with other targeted areas when you're trying to win statewide or maybe even trying to win a statewide race to win a presidential uh, campaign.
0: And thus, the formation of leadership, American Aids, and especially with what you're talking about, getting into these communities, helping these candidates really get a message to the Asian, Hispanic, African, Jewish communities uh, and other minority minority areas. So uh, well done. I know you're going to have packed audiences uh, for this. Uh, over the next uh, couple of months. So we await uh, more word, and we thank you for a couple of minutes. A busy morning for you.